Yeah, I, I should win just because you had the Timberwolves in the eighth seed. Vasilevsky's been playing really well, and the Lightning have a great offense. Yeah, it was a tremendous shot, and I've come to expect it from LeBron. I, I, I would say I wish the best for the Red Sox, but as a Yankees fan, that's really hard for me to do. The biggest addition to me is Jalen Brunson. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and that's all I have to say. He's still a top five quarterback in, his league, in this league, and there's nothing really anyone can do about it. Why'd you have to name him? Like, seriously. Like, thanks, man. Who would have thought five years ago that the Clippers and Nets would be facing in the finals? How is Joe Burrow going to get the ball to them if his butt is already on the ground? Uh, crazy. And for the for the fans at home. Hello, I'm Simon Mendenhall, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL Opinions of the Week. We are going to be talking about what makes a great quarterback or QB. I'm Kevin, and I am joined by the Iron Man of Podcasts, Austin. <sighs> well, we're, we're getting close. We're getting close to the most anticipated ranking of the year, Kevin. Uh, oh, yeah. One that really we differ on usually often. I mean, we've only done it once, and that was a, I'm not going to say heated, but I will say intense video. I think that's the right way to describe it. We're, we're never heated. We're always intense. Which, yeah. uh, I believe we did this disclaimer last year, if I'm correct, what makes a great quarterback. Or we did some primer the week before. Yeah, I believe we did something. I don't think it was what makes a QB great, but it was sort of, kind of, something. Which, my, my opinions have changed as well. So, uh, I can start off by saying I just came up with this. It's, what makes a great quarterback is... And the level of great is how much I have to build for him. That's a, that's a good point. How much you want to build or how much you need to build is definitely something. But I think that's also what are your goals, sort of. Because I feel like Mahomes, for example, you may not need to build a lot around to win games, but to win Super Bowls. As we've seen in the past, I think you need to build him. Everyone needs that support to win it all. Yes, that's true. It's just how much. I think mostly of wide receivers when I think of it and running backs. You always need a good O-line. Well, I mean, I think you can also throw tight ends in there because Kelsey's yeah, basically yeah, a wide receiver. Yeah, I yeah. Just catching weapons. Because to me, when I look at Dak, or Kirk Cousins, it's I have to have a num a good wide receiving core. They can't do it on their own. Are you saying good wide receiving core to make the playoffs or what? Pro or to have an efficient offense. How much do you think that coaching, aka play calling, matters when it comes to a great QB? Uh, I don't think it really matters much if you have a great quarterback. I think it just heightens it or lifts it i i don't necessarily know if that's completely true because we've seen what i would consider great talented qbs be in the wrong system and it not work out at the beginning of their career or in other places and then they find a coach that maybe he's not the greatest coach of all time but it is at least competent i think that's something we we recognize with uh quarterbacks that kind of blossomed late for example Brett Favre or uh, like he flamed out in Atlanta and then became something 
different in Green Bay. Did he spend that much time in Atlanta? I thought it was just one year or maybe two years. It was it was one year, but still he was utterly horrible that season. Or in the time that he played, he was not good. And I think that's partially because Atlanta in those times in the 80s were a horrible franchise. Yeah, yeah. if you have terrible play calling, it's probably going to hurt. But I, I just think when I think of competent play calling and the best quarterback, it's not the best, but it's still pretty good versus competent play calling and an average quarterback. Also, I also find this that sort of true with – I don't think we've, we've seen horrible play calling with the Chargers, but the mix of injuries and everything that's happened, Justin Herbert should be at a higher level of his career at this point. Talked about is an MVP candidate, in my opinion, if it wasn't for not just his best three wide receivers getting hurt every season and his O-line being horrible because of injuries every season, but also because I don't necessarily think – his coaches put him in the best place to win. Does yeah. that make sense? I th- yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's going to change this year. So, based well, on who What would be the catalyst? Oh, it's Kellen Morris, the OC. Are you that high? Uh, didn't Kellen Moore – did Kellen Moore start – did he call Wait plays last year for Dallas? Or did Mike McCarthy? Yeah, yeah he's as, – as Kellen Moore has been calling – plays ever since Mike McCarthy took over. I thought Mike McCarthy called plays last year. Or is that starting this year? No, that's starting this year. That's a big deal. That's why I'm not a huge fan of it. Okay. But, yeah. We're getting a little bit too... But, yeah. I, I believe the Chargers are going to have a pretty good offense. Because I believe Herbert's better than Dak. Just by his arm strength. I And, like, of course... <clears throat> There's always going to be a few quarterbacks that aren't good, that don't have the arm strength, don't have the decision-making. But I think average quarterbacks have decision-making, good arm strength. But the best quarterback, of course, if he has the best physical attributes, that, of course, would fit into a great quarterback. I don't. I think quarterback is the one of the few spots in sports were athleticism or physical attributes when it comes to strength or athleticism doesn't really matter as much. Because what we've seen from guys that I would not consider the most athletic, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, became extremely, extremely proficient QBs. And I think it's the one spot, especially in football, where I think the mind takes over. I understand that, um, and I do agree, I think, on Peyton Manning, Brady, but I do think now, in this era, there has to be some type of athleticism. I disagree, because Brady had an MVP season at 44. Can that's Brady, I think, was the final one. Can you name the next quarterback? What, is Rodgers not a... Mind QB, feel, he threw 48 touchdowns and four picks. What do you mean? No, I'm saying I think Rodgers has some athleticism. Some. I don't he's think he's the, the most bottom. athletic. Of the, I don't think he's he the, the most. most. The most athletic a, is probably Lamar Jackson or Mahomes. 
No, Mahomes is not the most athletic. Mahomes runs like a toddler running with candy. But like he has that flexibility. A lot of people can look flexible when they're getting hit by a 350-pound 6'8". Well, I'm just talking about his dive. Was he he not pushed into that? Or did he... Isn't there one where he's holding himself up by his hand and then he scores a touchdown? I think I know what you're talking about. I think that's the one against the Browns. Was that the one against the Browns? I can't remember. Maybe. I can't name the team. I just remember the moment. But, I mean, we've seen every QB dive for the end zone. I don't know if diving is necessarily well, them. Well, I, that's just one part of it. But I, I I, don't think you can have a true pocket passer. I think someone ha- – you have to have that threat is, of is, that, is Burrow not a pure pocket I passer? I think Burrow still has a threat of running. I don't think Burrow's really a threat of running because of his own line, at least. At least if you think he's maybe can run, but – he extends plays, but not by running. He extends plays like Brady extends plays. He extends plays by moving up in the pocket, shifting in the pocket. I've never seen Burrow get back in a pocket, do his three-step drops like, I have to run this now. I've never seen that moment from ever. And that's what I consider you have that running capability. Just because you're, we've seen Tom Brady in Super Bowl 51 had the longest run for the Patriots that entire game. 15-yard run. Is he a running QB? No. He had the longest run for his team in a game that they won. But that's not a running QB. Eventually, someone has to run the ball. But Burrow's a pure pocket passer. Burrow's a good example. He's probably... I just think... Well, those aren't like the most important things. I, probably, I do agree the mind's the most important in the best quarterback. But I do think there has to be some type of athleticism in today's NFL. Some is just so general for me to necessarily I need or someone disagree. because I think Burroughs. I don't Brady watch Burrow. I don't watch Burrow, and I'm like, wow, he's so athletic. That's no, not what. Yeah. He's not super athletic, but to me, he if you t- if you put him in the era of Peyton Manning and Brady when they were younger, in that era of quarterbacks, do you think he's on the bottom? If you took a middle, I don't think he's at the top because I think again we go to the mid two thousands. He's above. Do you think he's above the middle? I would argue yes. Here's where we get into the conversation of. Of the average QB, or because there's many QBs that were like again, I'm, I'm just saying average athletic ability wise that were also good quarterbacks. No, but that then you're throwing in that they okay. are good QBs. I think he's probably average if you put all QBs. The difference is that most good or above average QBs in that era were pocket passers. But if we're throwing all QBs. All, we have also, to go all thirty-two starting quarterbacks. I'd say he's average. Okay, because I Thanks. you have to go into guys like Steven Gerrard. You have to go into Donovan McNabb. You have to go into Vince Young. They're probably the most. Okay, I I still think the average Michael Vick, Steve McNair. Okay, yeah, that's this fair. is just people. Off my, this is even me looking it I up. This is just people off the top probably... of my head. 
I know I'm going off the top of the head. He's probably mid or a little bit above, but he's definitely not the top athletic. But I do think you're taking that average and you're putting it at the bottom now in today's NFL. And even if you talk about, I would consider 2012, 2013, still Brady and Peyton prime. We have RG three, which is still like 2012, 2013 when he was rookie of the year, but that's still, I mean, Brady still had three more Super Bowls and, and two MVPs to go, or no, one MVP to go. Should have been two. When did when did the super athletic? I don't think we're even in that era of super athletic yet. Because how many QBs right now are super athletic? I would say pro- super like could play another position. I yeah. would say two, it's... and that's Michael Vick and Jalen Hurts is the only ones I could say. I maybe be able. Jackson? Do you mean Lamar Jackson? Oh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson Wait. and Jalen Hurts are the only two that I would be. I could put them somewhere else on the field. Okay. That yeah, maybe we're not again, there yet. And again, I'm not talking about Mariota or some of the bottom tier QBs. Where yeah, kind of, sort of, they kind of like Marcus Mariota almost basically played running back for a year for. The Raiders, if you know what I mean. Like, they literally put him yeah, in, yeah. and then you knew they were going to do a QB run. So, he was basically a running back. Okay. Yeah, maybe we're not there yet, but that's where I see the league moving forward. Because, okay, is what are your thoughts on, like, a Derek Carr? He's, he's Is he good? He's, he's, he's in that average, probably. Yeah, he's in that average. I don't think – but, yeah, I don't think he's a, a – above average athletic. I don't think Dak's above average, or at least he doesn't play like he's above average. I'll say that. Dak, after the injury, is definitely not as running. He just, he's a pure pocket passer. He does not run the ball unless... I don't know if I do. You know, because he still can run. It's just he doesn't It's not shoot. the can that makes someone a pure pocket passer. It's what but they it's do consistently. Threat. There's that I, I don't... When I watch Dak, I never when – when the Packers are playing against Dak, I'm never scared that he's going to run the ball. Really? I, I Because I feel like fan. he's scared of getting hit. It, it's not scared. his ability. It's what he does. And he is mentally a pure pocket passer. I'm going to disagree with you on that. I think he's he's got that running ability, and he's great on quarterback sneaks, even though Brady was great That's on not That does not mean you're athletic at all. Again, but no, I, but like, I, well, there's I think a few thing sneaks, I think is, he's got that bottom to him. I feel so awkward saying that, but he has that. That's b- not no. Jalen hurts. Work. The reason why that Eagles run is unstoppable is not because of Jalen hurts. Well, it's because of the O line, but also he has that power in this bottom. That's I not. I, I don't think it's all about Jalen hurts. I think it's the fact it's that it's not put all two about Jalen hurts. It's just fullbacks behind him, and they have the best O line in the league. So they're just bulldogging anybody. That's true. But I do think Hurts' lower body helps him because there are moments where he will be stopped, not in the quarterback stink, but when he's running, and you can just see him push his way through it. I don't think that's him pushing because there's people behind him pushing. It's partially him, yes, but it's more of a play design. When I watch I'm Brady saying outside, up- no, outside, outside of the quarterback. There, that's one example, but there's one point where I remember him being at the goal line and it was two defenders on him. It wasn't in the quarterback sneak position, and he pushed his way in. That's just terrible defense. If two people can't stop one person, I don't care who the person is, that's just terrible defense. 
Two people should be able to stop one person. I don't care who that one person is. Even if it's Derrick Henry, two people should be able to stop one person. All right, so you and I are disagreeing on the athletic ability. I, I feel they have to have that side agility to maneuver in the pocket. That's not agility. That's intelligence. Again, I it, it's I'm gonna, if you can't, it, Kevin, if you can't take one step to your right or left, that, no, I'm I, saying taking multiple steps because the what do you mean player, then? the defensive players are just so fast. You have to have some type of speed. I, I disagree. When you watch Brady again. Watch him in the pocket. This is a big reason why. I was okay, so you're gonna can we can you pick someone else besides Brady and Burrow in today's NFL? When I watch Aaron Rodgers when he doesn't run away, he steps into the pocket. If you can get when I watch Justin Herbert, Herbert probably should run more than he does, but when he steps up in the pocket, you can create a lot of time because maybe your guy on the outside is getting bull rushed. And he's coming around the outside. But if you step where he was, if you move a little bit, take a step to the left because he's rushing in from the left, you can dodge it without being super athletic. Okay. That's a good point. Herbert's a good point. Rodgers, to me, is probably just above average in today's NFL in the athleticism. I would say he's about average because of his age. I think he's kind of... At least as a Packers fan of watching him the past couple of years, athletically, I'm not talking about skill wise. Yeah, athletically, yeah, no, he's not as good as a, when I'm watching 2014. Yeah. Aaron yeah, Rodgers, Prime Rodgers is probably mo- one of the most athletic. Then, Prime Rodgers is kind of like what we see with Mahomes, where Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes, and Rodgers don't run like they're super athletic, but they're way faster. Both of them are way faster than you think they are, and when they're running, they're running. Yeah, but yeah, that's just one thing. But uh, biggest biggest thing for me is probably how much do I need to support them outside of good O-line? And like, I can't give them terrible wide receivers, but it's just, do I need a number one wide receiver versus can I give them? I think every good team good? has a number one talent at either tight end or wide receiver. That's true. Every and, team. of course, you need that for a Super Bowl, but I'm just saying to be competitive and have a competitive offense. I don't even think you – but then you're getting kind of into the aspect of you can just be carried by a defense, right? No, but I'm talking about offensive-wise. Like, Rodgers struggled with it last year, but he didn't always have a number one wide receiver. It was better when they did. I don't know if he – I uh, did Rodgers ever not have a number one wide receiver? I mean, there was probably like one or two last season and the year that we were horrible was the year that uh, Mike McCarthy got fired. That was the year before Devontae Adams became what I consider the best wide receiver in the league. And he went from Jordy Nelson to no one for a year to Devontae Adams. And Jordy Nelson was the number one wide receiver and Devontae Adams was the number one wide receiver. Okay. Uh, you disagree? I mean, but they were st- no, no. I do agree. I think there was that moment where Jordy Nelson was still the number one, but they didn't have a top number one in the league. No, that's what I'm talking about. 2017, Jordy Nelson completely fell off. But the but year before, the when they were really bad, that was the year they were horrible. Like okay. they were, yeah, they went seven and nine, and he got. Uh, and then the next year, he we went six and nine. 
those two years we were horrible. That's what I was talking about. Two years where we were just what about twenty sixteen was. Jordan oh no, Jordy Nelson had four led the league in touchdowns and had thirteen hundred okay. yards. Okay, wow. He had fourteen receiving yards and no, no fourteen receiving touchdowns and twelve hundred and fifty seven receiving yards. Like he was if if that's not a wide receiver one, I don't know what is. In the year before that, Jordy Nelson had let me look fifteen hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns. Jordy Nelson's extremely underrated. He was very good. I thought there were moments when he was starting to hit his age, but I guess that, that was 2017. That jo- okay. his last year in Green Bay was 2017, and he was the injuries caught up to him. Honestly, he was just not good. In 2015, we also he was hurt that entire season, but that year we still had like top end. We're not top end, but we had really good, like that, that was one of Randall Cobb's best years. And we had Randall Cobb's uh, production, and that was still the year. We still had James Jones. We just had, that year we had really good, like all around. Our top three guys were like good, like Randall okay, Cobb, maybe, James Jones, Richard Rodgers. That's what I kind of think of when I think of like great quarterbacks. I can give them good options, and yeah, we still made. It- we still made the playoffs that year, won a playoff game. So, yeah, I, I guess that is kind of your point, that we didn't have – in 2015 with Jody Nelson hurt after he just had 1,500 yards, that next year we had James Jones 800 or 900 yards, Randall Cobb 800, 900 yards. Both those, that's still really good. Richard Rodgers, like 600 yards and eight touchdowns, which for a tight end is good. So, mm-hmm. I guess that is really the difference because that year I didn't think we were going to make it because, again, we didn't have – that was a year going into it. I thought we were going to suck because we didn't have a wide receiver one. And then that's kind of your point there. What makes you great QBs? We can still make the playoffs and still be a competitive team, but there was no chance of us winning the Super Bowl like there was before yeah. because we didn't have that guy. Yeah. And like if you take away, and if you think about it with Dak, he needs, he has a good number one option, but he needs a pretty good second option. Like, last year, Mahomes only really had Kelsey as the main number one option, and he had good alternatives. But it wasn't that, like, great second option. Like, when Dak was really good was when he had Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb. And when Gallup was healthy. Yeah. So. Then Zeke wasn't horrible. Yeah, Zeke wasn't horrible. Um, But, yeah. So, that's, that's the main thing. And just, you can win with a average quarterback it's just you have to support them but then once they get to the money you're gonna have to pay them as a better quarterback and then you can't give them that support and here's one more thing i want to mention that's indiscriminate and this is i don't care who the qb is if you have a bottom five o-line i blame nothing on the qb i don't care if you lose almost every game you can't be consistently hit consistently rushed with a horrible bottom five of line and expect to do anything. And again, that's yeah, really that's... what happened those years where the, uh, the Packers were bad. We didn't just lose Jordy Nelson. Our O-line was crumpled, like horrible. And so we saw that last year with Tom Brady. Brady, I didn't think have a bad year. They still eventually made the playoffs. I bet that they would have gone nine and eight. If they had to win that nine and eight game. I know they technically went eight and nine, but that team never had even a chance of being anything more than 
okay because their O-line was depleted that entire season. Yeah, o- O-line is you got to have a good one. Um, or, the only it, person that really seems to be, except it hits its moments, is Joe Burrow with his O-line. But every time you get to that, you're always going to reach a point, I feel like, where if you have a not good O-line, you're going to reach that point where you reach that team that knows your scheme, and it, I didn't even mean for that to rhyme, but that uh-huh. they just know you so well that there's not much you can really do. Again, that chiefs Bucks Super Bowl, yes, did Brady and Kronk have an amazing game? But it was decided before the game started. I, I know we predicted that like it was going to be. I, I did not know yeah, that. I, we I we didn't know. It was be good. We yeah. didn't know that the game was decided before. But if that game is played, honestly, fifty out of fifty, the Bucks win that game. Yeah, they're fifty well, out of fifty. Because well, how do you? No, I I I don't know how you. How do you plan if you're the Chiefs? What do uh-huh. you do? What do you change if you're the Chiefs? There's nothing to change. Like if you're talking game time decision, like right, like the week before, what are you changing? I, we don't have a run game or O line, and we're on our fifth def- right tackle. I, what are we gonna do? They have one of the best. They have one of the best D lines ever assembled, and we're playing against the goat. What are we doing? I I don't know if that game was even possible for the Chiefs to win. There's always everything's possible, but uh, yeah, I won't get into that with you. But yeah, that's fair. You do need a good line, a good line, no matter what. And I'm not going to blame someone if they have a bad O line, but uh, I think that's what we can add. Yeah. Hey, okay. That's all we got. Let us know what you think and get prepared for the quarterback rankings. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.